From the Over the Top Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Over the Top Cycling, presented by Gerard Cycles. And what a guest we have for you this evening, Sarah Cooper, a very tired Sarah Cooper joining us. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pretty damn tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked you your favorite swear word uh, as a sound check, and you just said it again. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It just keeps coming. <laughs> So tell us about the Adirondack Trail Ride. What is that? I know it was a bikepacking uh, adventure. <laughs> yes, this was my first try at bikepacking. Um, I had uh, gone out to try this event in 2019 with a friend of mine. And I didn't have enough time to finish it. I just kind of went to check it out. And uh, <laughs> I'd be enough about 230 miles or so into the route. Um, and I loved it. It was so hard and so different from anything that I'd ever done that I knew I wanted to go back and see the whole route. And so this is the year. Um, I'm turning 50 at the end of this year. And so it seemed like a good 50th birthday adventure. Um, <laughs> what What is the route? Is it the... Uh... Well, no, it's not the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> no, it's around the Adirondack Park in upstate New York. And it's a collection of gravel roads, ATV trails, snowmobile trails, um, things that aren't really trails, <laughs> um, and a little bit of single track. And it's just all connected all through the Adirondack Park. And um, it's just amazing. It's about 585 miles this year there was a bridge out so unless you wanted to huck your bike across the river which which i did not <laughs> i took a 10 mile detour to get around that and so my final mileage was like 596. so and yeah it was just crazy crazy adventure so what kind of a bike are you on a gravel bike are you on a mountain bike what what is most best suited for this course a full suspension mountain bike wow Absolutely. Yeah, it's incredibly rough. Um, the snowmobile trails are rocky and technical. Um, there's lots of overgrown bits. Um, I, I couldn't imagine riding it on a rigid bike. There was at least one guy there on a rigid mountain bike, but I would have I would have just been battered. There was no way. Well, from what you were posting on Facebook, you were battered as it was. Yeah, the hike-a-bike really got to me. So I really had no business being out front breaking trail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I fell down a couple times and just bashed the crap out of my legs. And um, it, it's just, you, you, there's certain parts where the trail is rough and then there's certain parts where it doesn't exist and you have to find it and push your way through overgrown um, vegetation and stuff that's up over your head. And, you know, I'm not short, I'm 5'10". So if stuff's over my head, it's pretty darn tall. And some of that, there's still rocks and stuff in there. And I just, I got my foot stuck and ended up levering it right over a couple of rocks. And I've got a pretty nice sized hematoma on my left leg and did something similar on my right leg. And <laughs> just got really beat up out there, but um, it was fun, very engaging. Like you're never bored out there the, the 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 scenery is constantly changing you've always got to pick a line and pay attention to where you're riding and it's just yeah there's none of that oh my god i'm looking at the same mountain for 10 hours how <laughs> you do know? you how do you proceed in that in the dark when there's no trail um good lights i have a a sine wave which is a, a dynamo hub powered light and it comes with a backup battery and so i just carried the just like an anchor power bank and had that sucker on high 
all night long, even when I walk in and it powered it the whole time. So I had great lighting and I had a helmet light too. And just, you know, just be very, very careful. I, I mean, <laughs> I actually, I made it through all that without crashing until the very last night. So I was, I was pretty impressed. I fell down walking more than I fell off my bike. I just love what you said about the trails are very rough to non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, chip know, seal. <laughs> yeah, well, the snowmobile trails, um, some of them just don't really exist in the summertime. They're there in the winter. They're not really maintained or looked at in the summer. So that's kind of a hoot to say, go ride that. You know, <laughs> it might be there. <laughs> so, uh, and how do you navigate? What are you, are you all on GPS? Yeah, I had a Garmin 1030 Plus with the route loaded on it in several different ways. Like I had the whole file. And then I had six smaller files, which are what I ultimately ended up using. Like you just break it into segments because the Garmin loaded those better. And then I had two, um, two different apps, Ride with GPS and Gaia, with some maps loaded offline. So not only did you have the trail, but you had everything surrounding the trail. And I used all of that, every bit of it, to find my way through this part. I, I mean, there's one part where you're literally dropped off in the swamp and you got to find your way across it. So um, good navigating skills were essential. And how many people were doing this? This year, only 10. Um, usually they have double that amount, but uh, because of COVID and and uh, stuff like that, it's just, it was just a, a quiet year. But um, the hearty folk. I was <laughs> I probably had the I probably had the worst resume on the whole the whole crew as far as bikepacking. There was a lot of experience and, and smart people out there and tough as nails, <laughs> these people. I want to steal so that was... phrase for a t-shirt, hearty folk. <laughs> yeah, they were impressive. The woman that finished second, um, she did this on a loaded uh, Pugsley, which is a fat bike. And I don't even think I could have picked up her bike, much less rode it for 600 miles. And she was so strong. And it was just amazing to be a part of that group of, of individuals and get to know some of them. So what did you pack? Because, I mean, you've got to watch your weight, not your weight, you know what I mean, the weight that you're carrying on your bicycle. <laughs> and, but you've also got to be wary of weather and all sorts of things out there. What, what was that like? Well, I had two different scenarios going into this race. Um, initially, I was supposed to just go and and bike pack it like a sensible person and take my tent and my sleep kit and all of that and then when i came home i was supposed to take my horse and we had regionals we were going to go compete at regionals my horse unfortunately got injured and so i decided i wasn't going to carry really anything that would keep me comfortable on this trip um so i left behind the tent and the sleep kit and (laughs) pretty much if it was for comfort, it didn't go on my bike. If it was for safety, then I carried it. And so <laughs> um, I was very light compared to everyone else there. And I just I just really wanted to go and and see what I had in those kind of circumstances. And um, the water is heavy. So are you carrying a water purifier? Yeah, I carried a water purifier, and you really don't have to carry very much water at all. Uh, I had a one and a half liter Camelback, and really never ran dry. I, there's so many rivers and streams, and um, it's it, it, it was just no reason to pack a ton of water. 
And then how about food? I mean, that, again, it's heavy. Yeah, again, you know, I just, I, I packed about 12 hours worth for the first segment because there's no stores. And then it got a little dicey. He had to carry about 24 hours worth of food um, for most of the sections just because the stores are so spaced out. And I really never ran out of food until the last day. And um, that really got me into trouble. I, I ended up in a really, really difficult trail section with two granola bars. Oh. And I was hallucinating pretty wildly by the time I got out of there. <laughs> and then, of course, when I ended up uh, crashing in the last 30 miles of walking out, that took far longer than anticipated. And I ran out of food there, too. So, so yeah. did, did you actually walk the last 30 miles? It was somewhere between 20 and 30. I can't exactly remember where I crashed. And that section was so slow anyway, because it was so, so technical that there wasn't a whole lot of riding going on. It was really hard to tell from my file exactly where. But I remember looking at my Garmin and, and, and knowing I had almost 30 miles to go. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, I'm done riding. I hit the, hit the rocks pretty hard for the first time. But I mean, it was, I was done. So I ended up huffing it out from there. And I tell you what, you know, <laughs> it's a good story now, but if there had been a fast gravel road out of there, man, I would have taken it. Who wants to walk that far? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the maps and I pulled up um, all my offline maps and there's just, there was no way out of there other than walking and I could walk. So I walked. <laughs> it's a long walk. And you won. I did. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, did I you know, say, I, did you know you were in the lead or was that a surprise when you got to the finish and were like, wow, I walked the last 30 miles and I won. No, when I was at a, a hotel, like 30 hours before that, I had checked the tracker and seen that I had, had pretty much a day on the guy behind me, but it never felt like a race. I mean, I didn't, I didn't show up at this to win anything. I didn't show up at this to race the people there. It was super friendly um it never ever felt like a bike race it felt like um i just survived this thing with a bunch of new friends is what it feels like um and it was it was super amazing i just can't say enough good things about you know having having an opportunity to just throw myself out there like that and take some chances and see what happens so now are you going to direct a very similar race um, no, everyone's worried that I'm going to like change my event. No, I really have no plans to do that. I definitely, there's a couple of bikepacking things I'm going to go do next year if I can get away. And, um, otherwise, no, I'll just, I'll just stick with my standard gravel, gravel ride. <laughs> now, are you going out to the, uh, WTTC in Borrego Springs? I hope so. I injured my ribs. So that's, that's the one thing I'm not super sure about. The bruises will, will be fine. I, I might still be ugly by worlds, but um, I mean, I, I've already been on my bike and I can ride. It's just um, my rib cage is not right. It's not broken, but it's there's definitely something going on in the cartilage. And so I can't take a deep breath and I'm not sure I can ride aero bars yet. So we'll see. I, honestly, I don't care. If I can go and have fun, that'll be That'll be fine. I can go stink up six hours of world. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your next adventure. Uh, do you have any horse events coming up? No, and my horse is out of commission. Oh, so it really is. Just, wow. Yeah, she. it's not a bad injury. It's, it's minor, but um, we're missing regionals and the rest of the show season. So just... Um, I'll get back on her this week and we'll both be kind of a wreck together and <laughs> try and pull it together for next year. 
So what are you looking at as far as uh, recovery here? And well, obviously you got to recover quick if you're heading out to Borrego Springs. Yeah, I mean, I've been off my bike since last, since Wednesday, and I got on today for an hour. Uh, I'll probably try and ride my TT bike tomorrow and then see see how I'm doing. I mean, I, I don't have to decide for another week or so if I'm going, so well, I, hopefully. Sarah, it is always wonderful chatting with you, and uh, I look forward to talking with you after your next adventure. I'll be out there announcing anyway, so I'll see you on the stage. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I sure hope I get there. <laughs> Sarah Cooper joining us on Over the Top Cycling, presented by Gerard Cycles. From the Over the Top Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.